Yes, and boy, do we have a whopper for you guys this week. Um, we've kind of been putting off talking about U- UFO phenomenon this year. but it's, UFO or UAP? Well, exactly. We're definitely going to get into that. But I still say it's UFOs. I say it's UFOs, too. But we'll leave that up for you guys to decide. Um, but regardless, 2020 has been a really big year for um, disclosure. And and I'm surprised because do you remember uh do you remember last year the big event storm area 51 they can't stop all of us yeah the big party yeah yeah, yeah. that uh was supposed well it went down on September 20th of 2019 so last year um a bunch of kids I think it was like one million people joined a Facebook event yeah, or, it started out of a, as a joke someone started an event as a joke and then it just took off yeah that then... that everybody wanted to storm area 51 and demand that the government. Um, give us disclosure about what they're hiding about aliens in um, in uh, uh, Nevada uh, at the uh, Area 51 site in uh, Lincoln County. And and so that was like a really big deal. And everybody was interested and everybody wanted and demanded answers. And uh, do you know what it, you know what it turns out in 2020? It was supposed to be a party at Area 51. Right. But it was not. It was not. And I think about a, you know, a couple dozen people showed up. But that's regardless. Do you know what happened in 2020? A lot of things happened in 2020. A lot of things happened in 2020, but the biggest thing is, is we've had all kinds of uh, reveals, uh, disclosure, and 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 do you know how many people cared? No one. No one cared. So the government is basically uh, <laughs> acknowledging um, UAPs, UFOs, whatever you want to call them. I, yeah. I still like to call them UFOs, but whatever. So they're acknowledging footage and proof of unidentified objects in the air. That's all they'll say. You know, they are unidentified, but they're acknowledging it. And yeah. Before, the, they would never even acknowledge it. No, and, and, and nobody seems to care. And that I feel like uh, for a lot of us that have been um, fascinated with UFOs for all these years, uh, this is really, really big news for me and for a lot of people I know. But it seems like just the most people just don't care. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, they're worried about other things. But like the video that was released uh, of, of the plane, you know, the flying and the and the video of that. It's like, well, we saw this two years right, ago. Right, right. We knew about it. Well, we knew about it. And, we saw it thanks to people, you know. And that's and that's what I want to talk about a little bit. Is I want to start out this episode with a little timeline of kind of like what happened. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, first of all, uh, it's strange to bring it up, but uh, Tom Delonge with Blink One Eighty Two. You know, I have to bring it up. Uh, I, yeah, he's. he's we, we kind of were like, oh, that guy's like into aliens and stuff, and he had a whole bunch of songs like "Aliens Exist," and and he, you know, and um, and back in 2015, you know, he kind of left the band, and and he said he had had this uh, mental communion with aliens. Now he did mentally. say he, he, him leaving the band had nothing to do with. He his, did. He with did. His, uh, obsession or fascination with UFO. Right. But, um, but yeah, so, you know, it was kind of like, oh man, this guy's like, it didn't really take him seriously. I always took it with a grain of salt. Like, oh, this guy, I mean, I was not, not the biggest fan of their music, so I never really took it seriously anyway. But, uh, yeah, now it strikes, he strikes me as the guy, like, like Mel Gibson's character from Conspiracy Theory, you know? So you, you get thousands of things that make absolutely no sense. And then you get that one nugget of truth that all of a sudden... Well, in 2016, uh, he became the CEO, founder, and president of To The Stars Academy, 
And um, their mission statement is as follows, to be a powerful vehicle for change by creating a consortium among, among science, aerospace, and entertainment that will work collectively to allow gifted researchers the freedom to explore exotic science and technology with the infrastructure and resources to rapidly transition them to products that can change the world. And um, evidently the company was built uh, based on the frustration of government secrecy on topics of space and the universe. So... Simultaneously, in 2017, with uh, uh, the New York Times, um, Delange posted these three Navy videos um, that were supposed to show what are uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon, or what is now known as the UAP. Basically, some aircraft. They were doing some. Uh, they were doing some maneuvers that you know our planes cannot do. Right. Right, so the, zigzagging. So the pilots were like, you know, basically, what the hell is going on here? You know. Right, right. The, yeah, I think uh, what the Navy pilot, um, they, they were they were talking over the the shooting of this video and had no idea what what they were looking at. So that's pretty impressive to me. Yeah, some of the maneuvers were totally doing some like buckaroo bonsai type things. <laughs> you know? Right, and then uh, and then f fast fast forward to uh, April twenty eighth of this year, and. Uh, the U.S. Navy officially released the three yeah. clips. Totally, um, totally, we'll totally acknowledge the clip. We had already seen That them. Tom DeLonge had been talking about yeah. for, since like, 2017. Oh, yeah, this happened, and uh, we're going to acknowledge it now. And Yeah. The general consensus is nobody cared. Right, right, exactly. So, uh, you know, that's that's a, that's pretty impressive with a, To the Stars Academy there and the New York Times that um, released these videos and... And with these uh, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Some and people might say we they are preparing us for a big reveal. Well, yeah, and, and and I think so because it goes deeper than that. It's like that's not the only reveal that we've that they've had this year. Um, they've had they've actually had several, and we're going to get into that um, later on. But um, uh, we're gonna we're in the show notes today. We're we're gonna post uh, some links to uh, to the. Uh, the Navy videos that, uh, and they're, they're entitled, uh, FLIR, uh, go fast and gimbal. And we'll post some links to those. So you guys can take a look at them yourself, mm -hmm. hear the pilots talk about it. And, uh, we're going to, I think that's a, um, you know, a, a government website. So, uh, you guys can take a look at that and, and see what you think. And, and you can let us know, um, whether it's, it's, spacecraft or, or craft from maybe, a, you know, a, another government, say Russia. And this type of thing with the government goes way back. I mean, it goes back to the 60s. You know, I mean, there was a, con a congressional hearing in 1968 regarding, you know, whether or not they should research uh, UFO mm -hmm. phenomena. You know, and Carl Sagan was part of all of that, you know, going back to the late 60s. Hmm. So uh, clearly it's something that's been investigated for quite some time. Yeah, we're definitely getting something. So th that's really interesting. But um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about that in the next segment. But first of all, uh, we want to play um, a song that I think is kind of related to this segment from a, a New Orleans band called the Scorseses. Oh yeah. Yeah, and they're they're friends of ours. A fantastic band. Um, the Scorseses are uh, and were an eight piece horn driven progressive rock and ska band um, from New Orleans. They were formed in 2009. Uh, the track we're going to play is called Drinking the Blood of Spacely Sprocket. Yeah. Off of their 2011 EP, Presenting the Scorseses. This EP was produced by uh, Drew Vanderhaar, who also worked with Cheryl Crow, Teresa Anderson, and Mudvayne. Mm. 
Also, this EP, uh, well, the the band in 2011 um, were awarded the best band reinventing their game by uh, Where You At magazine um, at the uh, 2011 Best of the Big Easy Awards. And uh, uh, the two of the members now, um, definitely that we know of, are still active in local local bands mm-hmm. here. Vinny has his own thing going on, Spy Lights. Spy Lights. And uh, uh, Dave Latino, who plays guitar, for the Scorsese is, is in Finfox. Finfox, yeah. Finfox actually has a show coming up. So this song, which uh, I absolutely love and I think is related to the topic, is called uh, Drinking the Blood of Spacely Sprocket off of their 2011 EP presenting the Scorsese's. Yeah.
was Drinking the Blood of Spacely Sprocket by the Scorseses. Mm-hmm. Dancy little number. Yeah. So uh, we were talking about government disclosure this year, and uh, we we would be remiss without talking about the newest disclosure, which is the off-world off vehicles. vehicles. Yeah, I want yeah. one of those. <laughs> so uh, in March, uh, astrophysicist Eric W. Davis um who spent years working as a consultant for the Pentagon UFO program and is now a defense contractor, gave a classified briefing to the Defense Department on what he called off-world vehicles not made on this Earth, spaceships. Flying saucers are real. Yeah. That's basically what, that's, what that says. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. So they have vehicles that are made with materials not made on this Earth. Right. Is basically what they're saying. So what, what in the world is that made of? I don't know, but you know who's trying to find out? I do. To the Stars Academy. That's right. He sure is. <laughs> That's right. He's got nothing else to do. Tom DeLonge. In 2019, um, the company stated it had acquired and was studying potentially exotic materials as part of his acquisition and data analysis of materials research project, better known as Adam. That is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So they actually have something. I, I, I think that they said that they got it... Uh, uh, I'm not sure how they how they attained the materials, but uh, he said the uh, the structure and the composition of the materials uh, were not known from any existing military or commercial application. Right. So, two of the Stars Academy is already uh, is already uh, trying to figure out what this stuff is, what some of this stuff is made of. If they have the same stuff that the government has, I don't know. But um, and it's quoted in the article, you know, basically saying that. They no longer have to hide in the shadows. The Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force is now obligated to make some reports right. public. Right. So why do they have to tell us? I don't know if I would put all that on Tom DeLonge. No, 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 no. I'm saying why would, but why do you think the government oh, has, to, well, has to reveal that? That could tie into the, uh, the theory of, you know, there's a big reveal coming. I'm, right. Why, why are they releasing all this information now? Is it because no one cares because of all the other stuff that's going on with 2020? Or is it because... Well, I think it's I think it's one of two. I think it's one of two things. I think either um, we're going to get aliens. And, you know, there's also the theory of we've been desensitized to all this stuff through art and movies and things like that. Um, you know, is, is all that fiction or is all that tied into to get our brains on the mindset of, oh, we've seen this before, so it's not that I'm telling surprising. you, man. For example, like, like I referenced earlier, the spaceship doing the Bakuru Banzai maneuvers. Like, oh, we've seen that. We've seen that before in movies. So it's not that big of a deal if it's real, or is it? I guess it depends on the uh, the motives. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think it's one of two things. I think either... It's going to be undeniable that we've been visited, or that we have retro. We're retro engineering materials. Which what? I mean, well, that's what it sounds like to me. Clearly, it sounds like we're retro engineering I mean, materials. In my opinion, clearly, we have retro engineered alien technology. How in the world, in the span of a hundred years or less, do you go from, uh, you know, the Wright brothers building some plane flying for the first time? Less than a century later, you have iPhones. You know. And smartphones and technology that's, they couldn't even comprehend that, say, in 1920, 1930. They couldn't even comprehend where we, where we would end uh, up. That's, see, that's outside, of my, that's outside of my wheelhouse. Sure. But, I mean, just, 
you know, to, to have technology explode at that rate, it's unheard of in any other span of time. Well, I think the second thing is, is we don't have aliens, but we've got other countries maybe that are far, far ahead of us with military technology. Why would they be far ahead of us? I, because because something landed that they have been retroengineering. So something for us. landed. I, okay. I know, I know, I know. Look, trust me, I, I, I know. I know where you're going. You're going with the Russia having like this superior technology, but you know they're just barely coming. And they've out. already said that they do. They said that well, they do have. Technology. They, they've said a lot of things, and you know Putin likes to ride bears and <laughs> slay dragons at the same time, which is all great and dandy. But you know you're talk, also talking about a country that's just now coming out of, you know, the ashes of communism falling you know i mean the whole country just literally fell apart and then all of a sudden they're going to build themselves up with this i mean they, they were well, no they were leaders in the in the space race though. they were but then once the berlin wall fell and the communism fell they they were literally you know they were they were nothing they were it was they were a country falling apart trying to get their you know no i i don't know i don't know i think they it's, were not organized at all so it's, I mean, to, to think of them being organized enough to come up with superior technology, I don't know, I'm not buying that. I don't know. They were still leaders in the space race, so you don't know. They did claim that they have a space, they have a ship, a flying vehicle that can zigzag. Right. Putin did say that. Yeah, he did. Doesn't mean it's true. But it could, but that would might mean why we're, why we're speeding everything up here. Yeah. I mean, that's, well, that was the, uh, you know, motivation for us to get into the space race. It's because, you know, they did get there first, and the, that started that whole race. So there is some valid points there. Hmm. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, and it definitely uh, remains to be seen. So, um, but um, also uh, on September 15th, extremely, extremely recently, uh, I went to five days ago from when we are recording this, um, the uh, department on the Department of Defense website, um, they talked about uh, having uh, the Space Force and having warfare in space. Yeah. And um, uh, Chief of Space Operations General John Raymond said the United States doesn't want to engage in warfare in space, but like in all domains, U.S. military must be prepared for such a conflict, and that'll take a lot of preparation and change. Well, this goes back. I mean, look, we've been involved with that. I mean, look at Reagan's program with Star Wars, you know, so we've always had that on, at least on the back burner of being able to, you know, have some sort of military presence in space going back to the mid 80s. Well, I I mean, why? I don't know. It's one of two things. (laughs) It's either aliens or they predict that very quickly they're wanting to move quickly. They're wanting to streamline everything, mm-hmm. and they're wanting to get on the space program quick. So either yeah. either we're, we're up against a technology race with other countries, or uh, yeah, we're going to have aliens. Could be both. I mean, if, like, okay, so... It is 2020. Like, if there's an alien situation, I imagine we're not the only people that know about it or are interacting with, you know beings from another planet why would they care about countries or politics or anything like that so it goes i mean it's safe to say i think that if we have a relationship as a country with aliens then other countries would as well well do you think we have a relationship with aliens or do you think that we personally just... yeah sure i think yeah really yeah so so you don't think just we've had a crash or going back to roswell 
Or it's just, well, I mean, do you think it's a personal relationship? Like we can communicate with them or uh, we've had just ships that are visiting us or crashed here. I think all that ties into the the idea of retro engineering technology. Okay, but do we have a relationship with the aliens or? Okay. Whether it's positive or negative, I I mean, I would assume it's positive, but, you know. You would think it would have to be positive. They just come here and take over. If there's any validity to Roswell. And Area 51, if any of that is valid, then we clearly have to have some sort of relationship with them. It might be a little one-sided, you know, because we would obviously be an inferior How can species. you have a one-sided relationship? Well, in the, in the sense that we are vastly inferior to any kind of creature or race that could travel here from another planet. Well, I am a... I'm under I'm under the the impression that that if they come here and then we're building mili- we're building ships and warfare machines and stuff like that and, and and other countries are as well starting to watch the skies and then then if if it if it is aliens um then I then I think that they're not coming here friendly. No maybe. Well, why I, would they come here? Why, then why would we be making all these military Well, maybe so-called aliens, maybe they're not foreign beings from another planet you know they could be a version of us centuries in the future and they've traveled back through wormholes and time and space but regardless why would we be building weaponry to fight them in space if they were coming we're building weaponry to fight aliens that would be would be pointless hmm well, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in in the next segment. I mean, any any alien race that has the ability to travel here from another solar system, solar system, trying to do battle with them is just that's pointless. That's like it's like you know an ant pile trying to do battle with a human. It's just well, not we don't happen. know we don't know enough about it. But all I know is we're we're have this technology that is not and there are these these materials yeah. that are not from this planet. We got them from somewhere, so either we just have the materials and we're in a fight, we're in a race to retro-engineer those materials and create new technology that can, or, or, or just craft, that can zigzag, float, now, to me, that whatever, makes sense. That okay, makes with sense. other countries, right. yes, okay, it, so that makes sense to me, or we're planning for an alien invasion. It totally, well, there could be both situations, too. I mean, but it's because totally, it is twenty twenty. Yeah, it seems logical to me. You have a, two countries like Russia and, you know, the United States. They both have this technology. They're both racing to retro engineer it for their purposes. That makes sense. I mean, because that goes back. I mean, that whole Cold War, Cold War was based on that idea. You know, who could build things faster and better? Right. Know, which goes back to the space race. They they made it to space before we did. And that kind of kicked our ass in gear to, to beat them. So, well, you know who does think there might be aliens? Michio Kaku. He does. He yeah. yes, he acknowledged it. So uh, the uh, he took a so Michio Kaku is a science writer, media personality, and professor of theoretical physics at the City University of New York Graduate Center, and he addressed the UFOlogy World Congress here. Um, about a few weeks ago, and uh, he uh, said now that the burden of proof is pretty much on the government to prove that aliens do not exist. Right, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. He knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Right, and uh, yeah, I would think so. He uh, in- encouraged anybody, if you have uh, any way of proving 
um, aliens to steal something, even if it's alien dandruff. So you can get some DNA. Right, yeah. If you come, <laughs> yeah, basically, if you come across an alien craft, just steal something. Steal something. Just steal, whether it's a paperclip or anything, you know, any, anything like that could be uh, studied, which is an interesting thing to hear come from him. Right, and he said, uh, we now know, I guess based on the videos, that they fly between Mach 5 and Mach 20, 5 to 20 times the speed of sound. That's really fast. Yeah. Really. We know they zigzag so fast that any pilot would be crushed by the centrifugal force. So look, if you come across an alien craft, just... And there's take, no exhaust. And there's no exhaust, and you come across it, say you're walking in the woods, you might be looking for Sasquatch, but you come across oh, a no, spaceship Sean. instead... Just do what Michio Kaku says and just, just steal something from the ship. Well, if you come across a Sasquatch, get some hair. Or some that's Sasquatch. That's not happen. Dung. You know why that's not going to happen. Why? Because they don't live here. Oh, Sean, but I mean, the, but if they come here... Okay, we're not going to get into nope, Sasquatch. we're not going to do that again. <laughs> we don't have enough time this they week. They don't live here. Um, I'll, however, he did have the possibility that these craft that we've seen... Um, are from another country. Uh, Kaku said, um, could they be Russian, not Martian? And uh, Kaku allowed, given uh, that last year Russian pre President Vladimir Putin announced that Russia has built hypersonic flying vehicle that can zigzag. So Putin has claimed that they might be his craft. I'm not saying it's not possible. It seems unlikely, but, I mean, who knows? Um, they also, U.S. and China are also working on hypersonic drones. Um, but Kaku emphasized... Uh, Maybe they, maybe they are extraterrestrial. Totally yeah, but he said maybe they are extraterrestrial. We don't know. So whether they're terrestrial, extraterrestrial, it's still been admitted that it's from materials not found on this earth. Mm -hmm. So so there's your clue right where. Well, yeah, maybe. But, I mean, you could also, you know, say there was a comet or anything like that, asteroid, which we have plenty of them flying by us, and you harvest materials or something like that, and you use those materials to build a craft, even though it's a Earth-built craft, it's using materials not of this Earth. Right. So did it did stuff crash here? Like, they're not being very forthcoming about it. We I mean, don't we get, really know. We get asteroids that crash here all the time. We have, right. We have large craters. But why wouldn't you just say that? We're building stuff out of asteroids. We're not going to reveal their cards. I mean, they're going to be secretive about it. Well, you're not saying what you have. No, but if it's not of this world, so, if it's not of this world, it doesn't mean it was built off world. Yeah, it means, you know, there could have been an uh, asteroid with some minerals in it, you know, and we harvested those minerals and then are trying to recreate. Okay, so if you were a government agent and you wanted to reveal a little piece of something to the public about your new weaponry, but you didn't want to really panic anybody or, or get weirdos well, like... I didn't say weaponry. It's an off-world okay, off vehicle. vehicle. Okay, but you didn't want to get people to panic or weirdos like us to make assumptions that it's alien stuff or right on ba at the back of the disclosure that we have these UAPs and we don't know what they are, plus we have vehicles that are made with off-world materials. When you just say, hey... Uh, we have asteroid materials. Other countries also may have asteroid materials, and we're making these new rad things. It's too simple. I mean, why wouldn't never, you just say they're that? They're never going to reveal. Never... It doesn't matter though. Why would you? Why would you leave it open for people to think that it's UFOs? Why not? Because you keep people talking, and it sounds a little crazy when you start talking about that. When you start sounding crazy, it's easy for people to discredit you. 
Well, but the best part about it is nobody cares anyway. Well, you and I care. Right. Yeah. And, and and maybe the five people who listen to the show might care. Sure. You get five people. <laughs> wow. I just hit my head. Don't do that. <laughs> Luckily, my head is made out of materials not made on this earth. Adamantium? Adamantium, that's right. But, uh, it, all right, so we have us, an, us another song. We do. We have lots of songs. Yes. This is an artist called, uh, named Vincent Van Gogh. He was originally the guitarist and primary songwriter for The Creepers. And now he's got his own solo project that he's doing. And I really like this one because uh, this is a good little, good little song about alien invasions. It's called Beyond the Stars, and it's off of his 2020 EP, Prom Night. Hell yeah. So this is Vincent Van Gogh with... Beyond the stars. Crank it up. One, two, three, four. The creatures from Planet X, they say that we're next. Intergalactic warfare, those beings are coming in war formation. The distinct lack of patience, we just don't stand a chance. Whoa, whoa, beyond the stars, we all hear the call. Earth will be the last empire to fall. Whoa. Stars, we all hear the call. Invaders are coming, and it's a time to fall. Whoa, whoa, see I'm coming. This planet's in for trouble. Alien technology, the lies that we've never seen. We got angry aliens and no way to repel them. There's no way that we could stand the chance. Whoa, whoa. Beyond the stars, we all hear the call. Earth will be the last empire to fall. Whoa, whoa, beyond the stars, we all hear the call. Invaders are coming and it's our time to fall. Whoa, whoa, beyond the stars, we all hear the call. Earth will be the last empire to fall. Whoa, Stars, we all hear the call. Invaders are coming, and it's our time to fall. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that was Vincent Van Gogh with his song "Beyond the Stars." Yes, uh, that's that's my favorite. One of my favorite things about this show is uh, turning people on to new music that they might not know about. That, and I, uh, I have to kind of think outside the box to. Mm-hmm. Uh, to find songs that are related to the to what we're going to talk about. Yeah, because that's the, that's the kind of the goal. The the what we kind of want to do with this is if we're talking about something. There's bound to be a song about it from someone or somewhere, and if we don't already have it, we're going to search it out. Yeah, and and I've I found new music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so glad that uh, I got contacted by Vincent Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Uh, really enjoying everything, and we're gonna in the show notes. I'm gonna put a link to his Bandcamp page. So you guys can check it out. Everything is really, really good. The topics are fantastic. Yeah, do your homework because, look, we're, we're, we're spitting out facts here, but we're also talking about our ass and just having a good time with all this, trying to share some information that uh, we talk about anyway. 
Right. And at the same time, share some new music with folks. And, uh, I don't know, you know, that's kind of just what we're trying to do here. Right. And clearly, Sean and I are not scientists. No, we are not scientists. We, we, some might, people might say we are morons. <laughs> and they might not be wrong about that. The weird thing is, is I love science, but I don't really... I, I Sometimes I have a hard time grasping some of the bigger concepts. Numbers are bad with me. Yeah, so if anybody wants to contact me and... And, and explain some things to me in kind of easy terms. Or correct us. You want to correct Cor- us? Oh, please Feel do. Feel free to correct us. Because right. we are going to say some things that are wrong. Right. We're going to say some stupid shit at times. Yeah. But, you know, we're going to have fun talking about it. Well, right. Because I feel like I, I have a master's in English literature. I am certainly not a scientist. Yeah, people don't know that. Well, they do now. Well, I guess so. Now I can, I can, I can, if you guys need any poetry explained to you, I can probably, I can probably suss that out. But uh, as far as, yeah, as far as science, I, I, I really, I mean, it's, it's, I love, I love hearing about new technology and science, but if we're wrong on any of these concepts, please let us know. Yeah, I love, I love hearing all about it, but once you get into schematics and mathematics, it's like, you know, my brain goes into a completely different direction. Right, that. right. I was, I was born to be a barista and a, a, a singer in a punk band and not, not work for NASA ever, which is sad to me. Yeah, but you might be able to work for Elon Musk. Maybe. He's hiring. He is hiring. I could probably be a janitor. Yeah. For SpaceX. <laughs> Put some RAM on those Teslas. <laughs> Get rid of that weird kid. Put some bling on those rockets. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Well, you know, you never know. I, I might be able to come up with some good design ideas. Well, if they lock themselves out of it, I guess I could go get it open for them. That's right. That's right. Yep. Make, make him a special key. I can make it. plenty of songs about about SpaceX. Oh yeah, that might have to happen at some point. Oh well, definitely. I I don't know what 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 direction we're gonna take on that one, but it's right. it's definitely gonna be fun. But uh, apparently, to go into what this segment is about, Gundams are real. The Gundams are now real. Holy shit! They're not just little models that you paint meticulously at home or anime concepts or anime concepts because uh we know people that are into all of that um there is a real 60 foot gundam that exists japan built it yeah um i was gonna go into that later but we're gonna go on and skip ahead to the gundams because that's what we really want to talk about uh japan has mechs mm-hmm. well at least they have one a 60 foot call robot uh, patterned after the armored enforcer seen in the popular Gundam anime and toy franchise. Yeah, it's painted. The paint, the paint scheme on this thing totally looks like, you know. And I, I'm loving this because as a kid, my favorite cartoon, one of my favorite cartoons, was Transor Z. If anybody knows Transor Z, they built a freaking Transor Z, basically. Kind of, well, he doesn't have a head. He doesn't yeah. have a head. No, they have a head, but they. They were supposed to have a demonstration, and they had to push it back because of COVID. So apparently in October of 2020, there's a coming out party. And this thing is called the RX-78. Remember that, folks. RX-78. So if you're trying to start up a new ska band, you have to call it RX-78. I'll be disappointed if there's not an RX-78. There's got to be a ska band band called RX-78. Punk, fine. Metal. Metal wouldn't go that route. But it has to be either ska or punk. I will support you. I will buy your Preferably album. Preferably ska. I yeah. will donate to your If you start a ska band called RX-78, send us your tracks. Do you know that this thing is going to weigh 25 tons? That's going to be a problem. They're going to have to fix that. Yeah, well, I think that is. I think that actually is a problem. It weighs so much. Yeah. It's they did lifted a, its foot up. It lifted its leg up, which yeah. is impressive. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be a... 
constriction as far as the weight issue, but you know, how do you power that thing? What do you power that thing with? You know? Well, I, I don't think it has, I don't think it has a head yet. They're going to put the head on it right. come October. And it's also doesn't have hands yet, but they're constructing the hands. The hands are six and a half feet. Now, and what, and they're articulated so they can grab things. Right. Totally. Now what powers this thing? That's what I want to know. You know what? I don't know. Not 93 octane. <laughs> gas. Can you imagine gassing it up? <laughs> Diesel fuel. I, I would think something like that would have to be nuclear powered to be somewhat efficient. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. We're going to have to look into that. Do you think that there's any relationship between the uh, Japan building Gundams and the fact that they actually have their own uh, space force now too? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is the, so this is what tells me something. Yeah, why up. is Japan building a space force? Yeah, so... And why are they building a Gundam? Because they're going to do it with style. Well, well definitely. Um, so, I don't know. It's a, it's a self... It, it's a self-defense forces that they're going to keep their eyes on the skies, evidently, and monitor uh, UFO sightings. Japan's defense minister un unveiled guidelines for Japanese defense personnel that experience UFO sightings. That's... So, there's a protocol now for reporting it in Japan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, the U.S. Department of Defense... Uh, it, it the, the Japan issuing these came a little over a month after the U.S. Department of Defense issued similar protocols for us. Yeah. So wow. They're, so they're in the race as well. So there is a seems like there is some sort of technology race going on, whether it's Russia building planes that can zigzag, us doing whatever we're doing, or Japan building Gundams. There's clearly I, I hope, there's clearly a technology race. Going on. Well, on the outside, you know, the Gundams are probably just for fun because they can. But I like to think that they're building Gundams to protect us from the space invaders. Look, rockets going into space are cool. Elon Musk has a great, great setup with that, with how the rockets come back and everything. Man, <laughs> if Japan sends a Gundam into space. Okay, do you want to know what Game my... over, man. It's game over. Okay, do you want to know what my, my dream is? A Japan Gundam team up with Elon Musk. Now, 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 stay with with me here. Elon Musk can not only propel the Gundam into space, right? But in all the animes, what do you see? Well, he might be able to provide the power for it too. Exactly, but but in the animes, what do you see? You see, generally, a kid that does what remotely powers the remotely controls the Gundam, right? So or, Evangelion or sits in the head. Sits in the head, little sits head, in the head. And then in a little spaceship that can fly off separately. Right. But how are they going to connect this poor teenager that they select to sit in the head of the Gundam? How are they going to how are they going to connect the, the the teenager with the Gundam? Brain chips. Brain chips. Brain chips from Neuralink. Brain chips. Wow. From Do you see how this is all coming? Together? And this, folks, is how quality conspiracy theories come together. So, so let's let's run it down one more time before we leave tonight. We got. Tom Boulange from Blink-182. Good Lord. Starting uh, To the Stars Academy. That's that's impressive. Yes, it is. Releasing the Navy videos. that The government follows up, what, two to three years later, releases them officially. Acknowledges them as real. Right. Uh, to the Stars Academy has also got these materials that they say that they're working on to see what they're made out of, which originally have already been tested by uh, Linda Mooton Howe, from uh, Coast to Coast AM, mm -hmm. she had those, I think she, if I'm saying her name properly, she had those in her possession and tested them. So now the the government then says, oh, oh well, uh, yeah, so we have vehicles that 
have materials that are not made of this earth. So again, now the government is admitting to that too, right? Okay. So then they say, well, now we got a space force because we don't want to have a war in space, but if we do, we, we want to be, be prepared. prepared. Right. Who does that? Who does that? Uh, well, I, I mean, it makes know, sense I don't want closet goblins, but am I going to start a weaponry program we, for we, closet we, goblins? We probably have closet goblins, so we should probably prepare for that. Right. So that would be like you and I starting closet goblin protection force. That's, that's an amazing band name, too. Closet Goblin Protection Force. Absolutely. Make it Some, happen, okay. folks. Somebody yeah, out there, uh, make yeah. it happen. But anyway, so now the government said, and, and Japan's like, oh, we're, we're looking to, we're looking to, and then Russia says, well, we have zigzagging planes. We're never going to know what Russia has. And then, and then Japan's have. got Gundams. I'm just saying, this is how quality, quality conspiracy starts. Who knows? It sounds legit to me that we're having a, an alien invasion. An invasion, or are they already here? I think they're already here. Then they would just shut our programs down. Why? Well, why would they want us to be able to protect ourselves against them? We can Well, okay. So first of all, they know they can. We can never protect ourselves against them. They're not worried about that. They're not worried about. So that So do they at just all. want to see what we can accomplish with the stuff that they drop? Yeah. Oh, oh crap! We totally crashed another okay, plane near okay, Roswell. So, okay, so uh, if you're able to drop some human technology onto an ant pile. And then those all of a sudden those ants start using <laughs> what you drop on the ground to build shit. Are we going to just immediately wipe them out? Or are we going to start studying and be like, Hey, let's see what they hmm. do. Let's see what these ants do. These ants are taking all this crap. We just dropped on the ground and they're building shit with it. What the hell are they going to build? Nothing's that nothing that's going to put us in danger. I just think I thought of my third band name. Oh God. Gun in an ant pile. Ah, guns, though, man. Weapon it's... in an ant pile? I don't know. Gun... What, what would you drop in an ant pile? To... Okay, so okay, okay. As a band okay, name. okay. So, what would you drop in an ant pile to see what the ants could retro engineer then? What would I drop into an ant pile to see what an ant can retro engineer? Um, transistors. A transistor board. A transistor board? Yeah. You think ants could retro engineer a transistor Maybe. board? Maybe. See what they start doing with it. You know what you don't want to drop. Because, they, you know, ants they, ants have a very unique form of communication. So what if they can expand that form of communication using transistors? Holy shit. What if they start wearing transistors on their head so they, they can not only communicate with the ants in their ant pile, they can communicate with ants in another state. So what you're saying... And they can com then they can combine forces and take over our lawns. So what you're saying is ants might have their own... Elon Musk. Yeah, maybe. They're, they're re-engineering wood my, stuff on their heads. That's my point. That's that's like, goes along with aliens dropping crap and we, we're building shit. <laughs> they're not worried about what, they're not worried about having to defend themselves against <laughs> us. Because they're like, oh, they're totally taking the soda machine and they're building a gun with it. How stupid are they? Okay, so you know what you don't want to do, though? You don't want to drop anything into a spider pile and have <laughs> And have them retro engineer it. Uh, Could you imagine weaponized spiders? Eight legged freaks. I don't know. I don't know. Even though we're we're probably mentally superior to spiders, I'm not sure about that. But so you don't want weaponized spiders. No. Weaponized ants are one thing to consider, but weaponized spiders are something I'm gonna have nightmares about. Well, we've already talked about weaponized bees and things like that. So 
Weaponized bees. Yeah. I'd still rather I prefer a weaponized bee to a weaponized spider. Well, yeah. I mean, no, who wants a spider or anything? <laughs> They're good. No, you see, we well, don't like want to do that. Like, we I, don't wanna, like, I understand don't they serve a purpose. They serve a great purpose, but man. Cool. Man. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. But, you know, uh, getting back to Gundams and Max, you know what I wish? I wish I had a Gundam. You wish I had a Gundam? Yes, I do. Ah, that reminds me of a song. Yeah. Our friends at Suzaku 7 have a song, uh, an original track that they, they recorded called I Wish I Had a Gundam. And now we all wish we had a Gundam. Well, Japan has a Gundam. They, I know Japan probably listened to the Suzaku 7 I think and so. said, those sons of bitches, they wish they had a Gundam. We're going to build a Gundam. Hold my beer. Hold my sing Sa- towel. Hold <laughs> well, my that's sake. Chi- that's Chinese, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold my... Hold my sake. Hold my sake. Here is, here is a Gundam that we made for the Suzaku 7. You think you wish you had a Gundam? We're going to build a Gundam. That's right. And uh, the Suzaku, Suzaku 7 is from New Orleans. They started out seven years ago as a Japanese anime cover band. And they do some really fun that's songs. That's a fantastic concept for a band. Yeah. I, and they do... Not only do they do uh, anime cover songs... But they also do songs like the DuckTales theme. Yes, and they oh dress up in great costumes. Yeah, they do. That match, you know, what all what all is going on. They have a, an, also an original track, um, Harry Potter themed. Sometimes they do Harry Potter themed mm-hmm. stuff, but they have an original track called Shut Up Hufflepuff, mm-hmm. which is a great song. They're a lot of fun live. We played with them. Yeah, before. they do. Um, around the coast, they, they do uh, conventions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Perfect convention band. Yeah. They we do. Can, oh, they do the Pokemon theme song. They do. Yeah, they from a lot from a lot of different shows. I think a few J Rock covers that they do too. Mm-hmm. Fantastic musicians because you have to be to, to to play that type of stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't have the patience for it. No, I'm no, glad, I'm glad they do though. Me too, me too, and they're a lot of fun. Um, and also, if you want to catch them live on well, live on the computer streaming, they're going to be playing Friday, October sixteenth on Escape from the Secret. That's Lab. right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, October sixteenth. Uh, market calendars for that. You can see them live yep and uh the website for that is www.escapefromthesecretlab.com now will they escape from the secret lab and if, i hope so. if they do will they do it with a gundam oh i hope so oh that'd be great if they they built a secret gundam and brought it into the lab and that thing just destroyed everything yeah that would be awesome yeah i want that to happen pinkerton now. deserves to have everything destroyed he's an evil scientist I wonder if he's retro-engineering space technology right yeah, now. Yeah, well, he's probably got his own defense set up. So. I bet he does. I bet he does. Well, It'll be a fun battle to watch, though. Yeah, so I October 16th, that. see what happens. Yep. So, uh, anyway, uh, this song is called uh, I Wish I Had a Gun by the Suzaku 7. Yeah, you're right.
That was I Wish I Had a Gundam by the Suzaku 7. I hope they get themselves a Gundam soon. I do, too. I do, too. If I had all the money in the world, I would get the Suzaku 7 their own Gundam. They would know how to use it, right? Yeah, they would. It'd be a lot of fun. They could get some big speakers in there and blast some cool oh, yeah. music out of the head of the Gundam. Hell yeah, you know they would. I know. But anyway, catch those guys Friday, October 16th on Escape from the Secret Lab. Do you have any closing notes tonight? We're gonna put a we're gonna put a bunch of links in the show notes tonight so you can Yeah, a lot of notes for tonight's nice show. Yeah. Yeah, we, we really didn't even get into everything we wanted to get into, but no. uh, But it's probably for the best because <laughs> we are morons. <laughs> We're not it's, bright people. No, it, it's a lot of information, um, and and I just I'm just overwhelmed by by 2020 and what we're finding out. Oh boy, yeah. Or what we're not finding out. I, I don't know. What 2021 is going to bring? I don't know, mm. but we you know what 2020 isn't over. It is not. No, and we're going to be back next week. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I guess it depends on what happens within the next week. If there's any other disclosures, any other weird news, uh, hopefully stuff in cryptozoology maybe, because we haven't really done anything with that yet. If so, we will try to act like we know what we're talking about and yeah, talk about it. Right, and, and then we'll leave links so you guys can read up on it yourselves. Right. So anyway, I've been Kim Trails. Sean here. And we are Tales from the Tomb, and we will see you next week. 